biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Palabak! Pol Pot Pie! I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators! <laughs> like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Aloha, guys. Welcome back into the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. Vince Fody in the studio today wearing his freshest. Homer Simpson Christmas shirt. I'm also wearing Christmas time. It's going to be a fantastic, magical journey of a show today. Vince, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get into it. I already it. played the biscuits and gravy theme right before you came on in, baby. We got one heck of a doozy for you today. But first, we're going to start today's episode out with a little bit of a sad note. What's that, Chuck? Friend of the show, friend of Power Up Comedy, and a very good comedian friend of mine uh, passed away yesterday. And I want to dedicate this show to Shane Lucas Price. I know a lot of times we joke around. What? Yeah, Shane Lucas Price died yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. so long time battle with uh, making bad life decisions and also having a bad deck of cards as far as health goes. So Shane Lucas Price. Well, he certainly didn't do himself any favors. No, but he hooked me up with a lot of great shows. It's because of him I got to tour with Todd Berry. It's because of him I started getting booked along with Chino LaForge, with a lot of really great stuff. Uh, so I really want to just thank him for coming over every year, spending a week at my house, and we would do tons of shows on Island and really hang out and kick it Island-style with a bunch of comedians. And I so love it. that benefit show that we did for him, did that extend his life at all? Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, the Zoom benefit show... We did for him. Oh, was it at Vibe, actually? We did a, sh- a benefit show for him at Vibe yeah, one time. Yeah, we raised $35, and he spent it all on root beer and Twizzlers. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, I know we're kind of making a little bit of light, but as a comedian, I'm sure he would have he would have appreciated it. Yeah, that. but Shane Lucas Price, man, he was very intense. Also, he was very intense. He was more than me. Actually, he was louder and prouder, and definitely even more bombastic than the one old Chuck Thompson. And uh, he always uh, wanted to meet Oprah. So now that he's in heaven, let's hope that he meets Oprah sooner rather than yes. later. You, what you missed my set last night? I talked about Oprah dying for five minutes. All right, really? Let's jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show. Hold baby, on, I have baby. a question. How did you play the theme song without me being here? I have a recording of it on my phone. Really? Yeah. This one? Biscuits and yeah. gravy. Hello, boys. So we don't have to play it again. No, we don't have to. All right. I do want to hear from our friends across the pond later today. Let's hear the Cooking and Comedy show. Let's do it! Cooking and Comedy, watching stuff on TV, pouring conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. I was nervous. I thought you were going to say that um, Shane passed away. No. Shane. Shane. <laughs> Shane Nelson. No. Although I do want to plug so a that show. Was, that was Shane, not Shane. That we're, that he's doing. Uh, he's doing a show at Alchemy Maui on December 21st. Wait, where's that? No one knows where it is. It's one of those hippie places in Lahaina. Oh, Alchemy. That, is that the sandwich place that Cor- that Corky got fired from? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, Corky, if you're listening. I don't listening. know how to go to it or not. <laughs> because well don't support the place just support, just support the comedy, the comedy yeah. just go there and use the bathroom watch the comedy show but don't buy a sandwich yeah it's like i still listen to r kelly i'm all in the mood for a little bump and grind yeah <laughs> uh friend of the show and studio engineer extraordinaire tony told me that we have to do something crazy vincent tony what's that we have to plug our sponsor Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's what I wanted to do. So yeah. Venture Physical Therapy, I don't believe that they've had time to make a commercial yet. 
No. We got to get They're Ted too busy in. Saving lives. We got to get Ted in here in the studio to come make a commercial. But in the meantime, we can talk all about venture physical therapy. They've got multiple uh, locations on island, right? Does Ted still have his uh, his place over on Lanai, Lanai and Wilakai and a new location that opened up in North Kihei, right on the old Monsanto field? So they are Tri Island. Yeah, so like. they are. We can't say that they're the best, but uh, no. they're certainly my favorite. We can't say any qualitative statements about them. And if you want to support Biscuits and Gravy Show, you can support us by supporting our sponsors. Yeah, dog. And uh, go. Well, we can't tell you to go there, but if you have any <laughs> PT needs. I would say you could go there. Mm-hmm. Venture Physical you Therapy. Your bottom biscuit, bro. Go Team Venture. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck's Don't leave me up. hanging, Chuck. Oh. Go Team Chuck's Venture. Chuck's the knowledge. Buffalo. For those of you who aren't fans of the uh, Venture Brothers show. Yes. Uh, I would like to see the Venn diagram of Gravy aficionados and Venture fans. Because I only watch a good half of the episodes of Venture Brothers. I'm, I'm a, a huge hard. fan. I'm a You're huge, so huge fan bro. of the Venture Brothers cartoon show. It's Huge. Uh, it's very esoteric humor, uh, but it's one of those – it's like a cult favorite. So the people who are into it we love really cults. love it. We love them. It's Cult Watch here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Uh, so you went to Open Mic. We should mention that you and I are both Maui-based comedians. And yeah, dog. we love to perform at the Open Mic at Gilligan's, which is every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night. There's amazing comedy at Gilligan's. And uh, I think sign-up's usually Bar around 8 to 8.30. Yeah, it's a If you pretty... want to be first on the list, you got to get there at like 5 p.m. Lucy... But if you want to be second, you can get there at 8.15. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the show always started at like 8.30, so one time I, I decided to show up on time for a change, and I showed up at 8.30, and there was like nobody there, and we sat around for like a half hour, and everybody was like, what are you doing here so early? I was like, what? No one knows when it starts. Nobody. It's like puberty. No nobody knows. knows. It's yeah, it's different it's for, for everybody. It's different for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a great show for us today, Vincent Fodi. Tell the gravy gals, tell the biscuit boys, whether they're at home, crocheting in their bathtub, or driving recklessly on the Pilani, what they're going to get into today. Well, later on on the show, at the end of the show, we're going to do a little segment called Stuff Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chee hoo. <laughs> That's where I prove I'm the smartest buffalo in all the land. Where we do a little trivia. I actually meant to say Stuff Chuck Stuff. I love it, bro. That's the, the Thanksgiving version is yeah. Stuff Chuck Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> stuff Chuck the Knowledge Buffalo. Where you just, we just take a buffalo and hollow it out and stuff it with uh, stuffing and gravy. Oh, yeah. And then I eat it from the inside out and pop out Jim Carrey style. <laughs> <laughs> little hot knees, rhinos. Hey, right. oh, boom. That's a little... Uh, I do want to Ace do another, another shout-out and thank you to uh, Dana at uh, Kaku for putting us up on Channel 54, Channel 55. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you're listening to us on the radio, if you're driving around in your car and you're listening to us on the radio, pull out your little uh, pocket TV. Yes, your little – get the antenna Plug out. in the coaxial cable because yeah. I know you have cable in your car. Yeah, dog. And uh, turn on – flip on Channel 55. 55. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, like, who would be listening to a radio when they're in a position to 55. watch a television? Yeah, they repeat us, bro. It's so cool. Maybe somebody, like, sitting in an office, they're sitting there doing office work, and they're like, oh, well, why don't we flip on the radio? I'll listen to the radio. Or you're in – yeah. Oh, John Boy. Yep. 
John we're, John is the only person that no this is for. We're no streaming on he's the Facebook. O- yeah, he's the only person who would be watching us on Facebook and then be like, hey, there's actually a TV right behind me. We are your at-work conspiracy station. We, Biscuits and gravy. BGR. KAKU oh. 88.5. You're at work conspiracy station. We haven't done any conspiracies in a while. I have actually been doing some research on Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah, dude. And I know I kind of teased it like a month ago. You're teasing son of a biscuit But I would boy. like to do a little a little piece on Kurt Cobain. Oh, the my more, could cut glass the, right now. You're teasing the me. The more you read up on it, the more it gets super suspicious. What you reading for? Um, <laughs> what you reading for? I don't know. Maybe so I don't end up as a waitress at a Waffle House. <laughs> That's a, Today's show that's is a Bill Hicks bit. By Bill Hicks. That's a deep cut Bill Hicks. I'm I'm proud of you, Chuck. I'm proud of Bill Hicks. I didn't know bro. you like Bill Hicks. Today's show is brought to us by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your, your lunch. lunch. Today's show is underwritten part by Tara Reed's audiobooks. Hey Vince, when you need someone to read it to you, Tara, Tara Reed, what you reading for? <laughs> Not what are you reading? What, what are you are reading, reading for? for? I don't know. Maybe so I don't end up as a waitress at a Waffle House. That's right. Nothing but cooking and comedy and conspiracies. God bless Bill Hicks. I miss him. On the Biscuits and Gravy show. You know, he he was like an avid smoker. He smoked. He had a joke where he was like, some people smoke two packs a day. I'm up to two lighters a day. <laughs> and then he didn't. He died from cancer, but not lung cancer. No. He died from like uh, like pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic like, cancer is, is the secret killer, bro. Yeah. People are always neglecting their pancreas, and I'm tired of it. Tony, are you neglecting your pancreas again? Good. Good. <laughs> Good, Tony. Good. You keep an eye on that pancreas. You keep an eye on my beautiful gravy footage, Pancreas Tony. labyrinth. That's a uh, studio engineer extraordinaire, DJ Tony Two Tokes. <laughs> Couldn't <laughs> do the show without him. Thanks, Tony, for all your, your pancreas protection. Whenever you need a, whenever you have a question about a porn star or a monster movie, Tony's always there for yeah. us. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> the more. Instead of a rainbow, it's just jism. <laughs> I don't think you could say that on the radio. I, radio, I, whatever. Today's show is brought to us by Robert Redfur's Red Furs. For the best red fur trees, they're the natural choice. Yes, they are. You can make uh, baseball bats out of them. I'm Chuck Sauce. He's Vincent Fodi, and we are Biscuits and Gravy. Coming up the show, we got spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about a really great film called The Menu. It's about foodies. It's going to be amazing. It's a whole meal about a coursed out pairing menu. But the twist is the chef may be killing you. And who knows? I'll talk about it more. With cholesterol. No, 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 no. What did Shane Lucas Price die from? I think he had a liver – he had organ issues. Uh, multiple organ failure. But he would also do stunts and, like, rip his leg open, and just it would take him months and months. Three out of four times or three out of five times he came over here from Oahu to stay with me. Yeah. He ended up in the hospital for weeks afterwards. Eesh. Yeah. So don't fly if you have organ failure. Don't hang out with me if you have organ failure, I think, is the problem. Yeah, that's true. You are a be- <laughs> I don't know how you're still alive, Chuck. No one knows how I'm alive, baby. We're going to have to have a benefit show for you. <laughs> you know, I, I like flowers on my piano. Okay. But I prefer tulips on my organ. Oh, all right. Boom. Today's show is underwritten in part by Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo's <laughs> Buffalo Wings. Yeah. It's the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. You think I don't know that? Bro, thing, baby. Did, have, Chuck, have you heard about Brad Pitt's peaches? No. There's a little pit inside every peach. All right. 
Coming up on the show, what else you got for spoiler alert? What are you going to spoil for us later today, bro? Let's talk about the crown. So that's another that's another conspiracy that we haven't really delved into. We, oh, okay. we always make I thought jokes. you were talking pregnancy videos again. No, that's the crowning. Oh yeah. Uh, we often make jokes about Queen Elizabeth and her killing Princess Diana, especially with season five of I the mean, Crown going on I don't right now. Joke about it at all. I and, know Queen Elizabeth killed Diana, and with the Queen having recently passed, there's been a lot of talk about royalty. So maybe we should do a little special episode and talk about the talk about the royal family at some mm. point, and specifically uh, whether or not Princess Diana was murdered. Yes, and how that ties into Courtney Love. <laughs> And Courtney, I'm sure Courtney Love was involved somehow. Well, she's a CIA agent. Everyone knows it. Um, and then what was another? Oh, you know what we never she really did? wasn't a talented musician. The Denver Airport <laughs> also. Bro, the Denver Airport? We're going to have to do, we're gonna have to do a, into it, man. We have to do a Denver Airport special someday. Yeah, the Denver Airport special. Yeah, because now they're just hiding in plain sight. They're like leaning into the fact that everybody thinks they that they're part of a conspiracy. They're under construction right now, and they have signs of lizards using jackhammers saying it takes a long time to... Dig down to the center of the earth. Because that's where all the chuds are. That's right. I got a chud for the rest of this episode, baby. We know that oh. they, they already have all these like tunnels and stuff under there, right? They do. They legitimately have tunnels, baby. So what are they digging? Why do they need more tunnels? Tunnel vision. Is that a song? No. Um, double vision? Oh, yeah. I got tunnel vision. There's an Aqua Team Hunger Force episode, but they just keep looping that song. Uh, also, it was your birthday. Can we talk about that? It is my birthday. Happy oh, birthday. We gonna drink Bacardi because it's my birthday. It's funny that I can always remember your birthday because your birthday is on the 27th. Yes, and yours and, is the 27th. And my birthday is the 27th. You're on March 27th. I'm so are we, are we six months apart? March, Four? April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. That's eight months. No, but November to March is only four months, you idiot. <laughs> well, you can't be more than six months apart in age. I mean, we're two years apart, and then no. I, I mean, how long is it between? Well, between uh, your birthday and my birthday, it's four months. Between my yeah, birthday and your birthday, it's eight months. It's eight months. But it's all about me, baby. If you're I'm going, the host of the if you're thinking about going forward chronologically. Well, yes. because That's I'm I'm, I'm the one calculating it, so I'm the one who is thinking about the fact that your birthday is eight months after mine. But I, I can see, because from your point of view, my birthday is four months after your birthday. So from your point of view, our birthday is four months apart. And if you're driving in the car, I'm sorry you just fell asleep and crashed, careened into a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should be home watching TV, not listening to us on the radio. What watching, did I tell you earlier in the show? Watch TV, baby. Go home and watch TV. Put on channel 55. All the other lamestream media outlets, they're telling you... Not to watch TV. Wait, are we allowed to do a call to action if it's telling people to watch or listen to us? Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that a call to action? I absolutely say that Channel 55 is the best channel. Or Channel Channel 54. (laughs) Channel Whatever channel we're on, that's the best one. That is the best channel. It's it's huge. It's a huge channel. It's the best channel. We have the best content. Go go listen to Channel 55. Also, I want to talk about how many times we've predicted the future on the show. Last week's episode, Trump called in... And talked about Yeezy running Kanye West, a.k.a. running for VP. And then literally later that day, right after he said it on the Biscuits and Gravy show, Kanye West tweeted that he actually wanted to do it. Yeah, he said that, he was, that he was going to go talk to Trump yeah. about uh, about possibly being his VP. So it turns out that uh, he... So fact is stranger than fiction. Another Holocaust denier actually had dinner with Trump at Mar-a-Lago <laughs> at... 
uh, two days or three days before Thanksgiving. It's funny because after that happened, he had so Donald Trump had dinner with Yeezy and some Holocaust denier. I forget what the dude's name was. Trump. And then, <laughs> first of all, why is Mel Gibson not in the mix of all of this, man? Yeah, Mel Gibson should get Mel should Gibson, throw his hat in the ring. I'm doing a call to action to Mel Gibson. Well, Mel he Gibson, wasn't. He wasn't born in America though, so he can't run for president. But he can be a part of the whole thing. He should be having dinner with Trump. If nothing else. And then <laughs> so then Donald Trump's advisors said that after that meeting, <clears throat> after that dinner that he had with a Holocaust denier and uh, notorious anti-Semite, that his his PR team was doing, quote unquote, damage control. Yeah. And really, you're really doing damage control. If yeah. you're still supporting Trump at this point, do you think him having dinner with a Holocaust denier is going to change your opinion on Donald Trump? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's a lava flow going off the Big Island, and people are putting sandbags on it because no, they're controlling the but, damage. But, well, I mean, that does actually do some sort of damage control. No, it doesn't, you sandbag and son of that, a biscuit that eater. That would be like if the lava burned your house away, and then you turned around and voted for the lava and put up a flag <laughs> that said, I heart lava. Yeah. And then you did your truck and said lava time. Yeah. <laughs> Make America lava again. Make America lava again. I mean, technically, lo- America was lava at one point. Yeah, that's right. Malama the Ina. <laughs> Malava the Ina. <laughs> Today's show is underwritten part by Matthew Broderick's Broderick Shaws. Hey, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick. Not available in Ireland. It's a subsidiary of Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. Ireland also, at one point, was lava. Lava! <laughs> Everywhere on Earth at one point Tony, was lava. Tony, the floor is lava! The floor is lava. The floor is lava! I mean, like, pretty much, I think the only people that are still supporting Donald Trump are paranoid conspiracy theorists and rabid anti-Semites. Hold on, rabbits can vote? Rabbit anti-Semites. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, bro. Rabbits can vote. They, they're Nazis who love carrots. They're rabbit anti-Semites. Jesus. Do, do, why do rabbits like carrots? Do you really want to know the answer? Yes, I do. Rabbits, rabbits. actually don't like carrots that much, and they're actually not very healthy for rabbits, but... There was an old movie with Clark Gable. Ah. His car was broken down, and he was standing outside, and he was, like, chewing on a carrot and kind of, like, acting like the carrot was a cigar, and he was chewing on the carrot. And then mm, uh, when Bugs Bunny came along, Bugs Bunny was a parody. Clark Gable. and wow. so, And so there was uh, an episode of Looney Tunes where Bugs Bunny was chewing on a carrot and using it like a cigar, and then it became so popular that it actually just became Bugs Bunny's thing, and then everybody started to associate carrots with rabbits. It started off as a straight-up... Yeah, it started off as a, as a reference. And we're getting sued. It started off as a joke. You are so wise, Vincent Fodi. Uh, another fun fact about no. how Looney Tunes has helped to change reality yeah. is that the word Nimrod... What is, a, what is a Nimrod? A dum-dum. Somebody that's a dum-dum, Somebody right? doesn't listen to the Biscuits and Gravy show. Exactly. So the word Nimrod is actually from the Bible. In, in the Bible, Nimrod was a famous hunter. Oh! From the Bible. And so Bugs Bunny would call Elmer Fudd Nimrod, Nimrod uh, saying, like, making a joke about him being, being a hunter. hunter. But he, he was saying it sarcastically, like, check out this Nimrod saying, like, he's not actually a great hunter. Yeah. You know? Um, and then people didn't get the Nimrod reference 
Clearly. Because you're telling me that children watching Looney Tunes in the 62s didn't understand that deep cut biblical reference, bro? Well, are you telling me that a predominantly Christian nation doesn't actually read the Bible? Yes, that's that is the <laughs> We all is, know that the That is we pretty much say that on every episode, Vincent. The Bible me. is like the iPhone user agreement. Everybody pretends to have read it, but nobody actually nobody does read it. it. And nobody if they does. did actually read it, they'd have a, a little some reservations about what they time. were actually reading. They'd have a hard <laughs> Time. Not only is it too long and boring to read, but you just uh, all this talk about loving your neighbor. You'd start questioning whether not or not you minorities. actually agree with it. Once you get to all the parts about the child sacrifice and the incest and everything, we're still you'd talking be about like, iTunes, right? Yeah. We're still ta- <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the Nimrod joke, the, the joke about Nimrod went over everyone's head and now Nimrod has been synonymous with people being dumb because everybody just thought he was calling them a dum-dum. Interesting. Muy interessante. And that's the more you know. The more you know. (laughs) Stop saying that. I think we can say it. Love grave. We can say love gravy, but we can't say... Just call it love gravy. Catechism. Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters. All right. It's time to jump into the nuts of the bolts of the show, Vincent Fodi. I am uh, well, Chuck Thompson Before... today, baby. I am so caffeinated. Um, <laughs> let's uh, since it since it was your birthday, Chuck. Since eight, it's my birthday. Uh, I so sexy. I have a birthday present for you. Oh, do you? Yeah. First stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is <laughs> birthday station. All right. So happy birthday, Chuck. How old are you? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. All right. Here you go. <laughs> I hate you so. <laughs> much, but I'm going to re-gift this to my wife, who's really, really going to love it. And I know that she doesn't watch my show. Hold so. that up to the camera. Tell everybody what that is. This is what's going to get me. That is a Seasons tonight. Creepings, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's good portmanteau, bro. Seasons Creepings, Nightmare Before Christmas Advent Calendar. Mm. And if you re-gift that and then you get laid, then that means that I got you what you really wanted for your birthday. And it booty. Is, it is women's socks. It, so thank you. Oh, is it? Is it yes. socks? I didn't know what it was. Okay. Well, anyway, I didn't actually buy that for you. That was from Diana for your wife. Oh, okay. Hold well, on. But I do have an actual birthday present oh, for you. All right, I'm all still right. going to give it to her like I gave it to you. Oh, heck go. yeah. There After you go. That's for you. Jose Cuervo. Because uh, you have off today, right? Yeah, dog. And I don't know if the camera can pick this up, but you're wearing a Christmas shirt. You're wearing a, a an Aloha shirt that has flamingos wearing Santa hats. Yes, very Hawaiian. You look like the perfect person to give that to. Represent. I gave you a, a gift set, and it's a Jose Cuervo. It's a bottle of Jose Cuervo and a bottle of margarita mix in one box. The perfect mix. Yeah, so you just mix them together, and now you can go home and pound margaritas all day. Mm, I can't can we drink do it, it. Can we do radio. it on the radio? Can I give you a gift of alcohol on the radio? Yeah, we just did it right now. Yeah, well, I didn't get zapped. It just happened on live TV. They can't stop us. Nope. Where's my picture of the Pope? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> where's my Where's my uh, Bud Dwyer commemorative gun here? All right, Hold on. Next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is. So when I was when I was a kid, I think it was either my neighbor or my uncle. Somebody the, had somebody was you. at my my parents' house, and they're like, "Hey Vince, I got something to show you." And they, it was a quarter, and the quarter had a hole drilled in it, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What's that?" He's like, "It's a Bud Dwyer commemorative coin." And oh, Vince, <laughs> we can't bring it up. And <laughs> as a little kid, I didn't get that, but then I was like, I was like, 
Daddy, what does that mean? He's like, oh, it's from the guy that shot himself. I was like, oh, you know what? You could have not told me that. <laughs> you could have you just said, like, you'll get it when you're older. Yeah. But they just straight up explained to me, oh, it's from the man that shot himself. Yeah. You know that rascal politician. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> As I mentioned before, you are wearing, we are both wearing holiday-themed shirts. Because it's the holiday season? Because we finally got over that Thanksgiving hump, mm. uh, which means that it's now officially the holiday season time. Because yep. like, I don't put up... good old Christmas bump. I don't put up any like Christmas lights. I refuse to listen to any Christmas music until at least after Thanksgiving. I refuse to even acknowledge that Christmas exists until after Thanksgiving. But now, it's after Thanksgiving, so we can do all that fun holiday stuff. Mm. We can listen to Mariah. Carrie. Oh, um, listen to it four times already, bro. I put up my Christmas tree. Did you put up your Christmas tree yet? I did. I did put up my Christmas tree. I got tinsel on it. All right, I got so lights on it. And every do you time get I like on, a new? Do you get like an actual like a real tree every uh, year? We've mixed it up a couple years. Do you have a little Charlie I've, Brown. Christmas I've done the Charlie tree? Brown Christmas tree. The last couple years, we got a wreath and made a zigzag Christmas tree on our wall. I remember you doing that. But yeah, this year you just we bought some stuff to the wall. A, uh, I know Christy's into making wreaths. We did last week, actually, after biscuits and gravy show. We it's went like wreath up or country, madness. and yes, it is like wreath <laughs> or madness. I fell out of a third story window after picking some some wreath. Um, we went up country and did this really cool thing called uh, trespassing, and okay. I took. My garden equipment, I don't know if you guys know this, but my backyard don't is admit all the crimes on live literally TV fake trees. Like my, my backyard is fake grass. It's like like mini golf putting grass is my backyard. Yeah. But and I planted fake flowers. When so I was at your house for Friendsgiving, we got to play mini golf, though. Yeah, dog. So you it works out. You play mini golf in your backyard? It's yeah. so good. And I made, a, I made a one in the cup. Yes. So I went up country, and we uh, borrowed from some trees and then made our own wreaths out of them you know but as far as christmas tree this year i did something new i did something i've never done before i did something i'm not sure if i like it but so far i do like it i got a fake christmas tree okay i we got have a, a fake christmas tree i got a five and a half foot tall christmas tree it's fake and i want to reuse it every year honestly i want to try to reuse it for as many years as i can because i want to be a part of the solution not a part of the dilution yeah i guess is it because you're not you're not deforesting because you're not cutting down a tree, but well, it is plastic. Plastic is not good, so you got to <laughs> reuse it a lot to make up for it. How tall are you? I'm five, so it's it's perfect. I got to go on my my you tippy put your tiptoes and put, put the, star the star on. on. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's pretty fun for sure. You're taller than five feet. I'm like five one ish. Nah, you're like five. You're five like two. five two. My license says I'm five two. There you go. But you had to put lifts in when I'm you like, went to the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have uh, a lift? Yeah. Get it? Because it's at the DMV. Yeah, dog. All right. <laughs> All right. You're really um, We also have a little, um, we have a, a Christmas tree as well. Yeah. Like a fake Christmas tree. And I got to say, it's pretty convenient because then when, when Christmas is done, you fold it back up, you put it back in the box, and then... It's very convenient because then whenever you decide to put up the Christmas tree, you just go take it out it. of the box yeah, and, you, and you put it up. Again. And like, also, fire hazards, guys. Yeah, it also has like a built-in stand so you There's don't have to hazards like – hazards in my house already. You don't have to set up like the Christmas tree stand. So it really cuts down on a lot of the effort about celebrating the holidays. Yeah. And it makes everything super easy. So I got to say – I'm all I'm, about I'm kind of a fan it of – it easy. Yeah, and then you don't have to throw it away also and – you don't have to, like, tip the garbage people to come out. You don't have to bribe them to put your Christmas tree in no the trash. What? 
Yeah. Do you ever have something bulky that you're not supposed to throw in the trash, and then you have to go outside and bribe the garbage guy so he'll put it in the trash thing? If I'm up early enough for the you garbage man to 10 come, bucks. it's not because I woke up early. It's because I'm still up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's because you're still up. That's not true. You go to sleep at like 10 o'clock. I still sometimes go to bed at 5. <laughs> well, you, you go to bed at all times of the day because you work at a mattress place. Yeah, I literally sleep on and off all day. My life is sleep. <laughs> I don't know how I'm still here. Uh, I, I also, uh, do you decorate the outside of your house for, with anything Christmassy? I do not. Because this is like the time of year where we where we get into, this is like when everybody puts up all their Christmas decorations. So the same day that I put up my Christmas tree, I also decorate the outside of my house. And how do I do that? I have one of those light things that project lights, light patterns onto your yeah. onto the side of your house. Yeah. And I got to say, once I started doing this, I will never go back. It's You don't have to hang up any lights. You don't have to do anything. You just run it's an just extension cord. It's a sphere cord. that throws shapes on it. It's a, it's a sphere that has like... It's like that, a Pink Floyd concert yeah, outside of your house. Yeah, it's, it's like great. A, Minus the political stuff. Like you're going to uh, Laser Floyd at the Planetarium. She who? No, it just projects lights onto your onto the side of your house, and so it's got a it's got a, like a stake at the bottom. It just plunk. Love stake. You you jam it right into your lawn. Yeah, jam you, it, bro. You plug it into Do an extension cord you that you hang out of your window, and you plug it in. And I, I have don't it set think to you be doing this. No, I have it set to the uh, timer to one of the uh, the uh, the timers that you plug into your outlet. Oh yeah. So it comes on at a certain time, and it turns off automatically at Did a you certain get that hot time. Hot tip from Home Alone. Uh, yes. I have a similar one, uh, but it projects my insecurities. <laughs> yes, you're always projecting your insecurities. Very much projecting my insecurities. You ever hang out with anybody and everything, they see a shady person, oh, they're probably dealing drugs. Oh, they're probably stealing. I'm like, I think you just deal a lot of drugs and steal a lot. That's just a normal person <laughs> over there. All right. Coming up on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Do you guys have um, one of those little Jack Skellington... Like it's like a like a three foot tall jack. We don't skeleton. actually, because I'm glad we don't. They sell them at Walmart around this time of year. You know, like you see that little uh, that little creepy guy over there. I do. Um, they they well, sell those. I think they're only like seventy five bucks or something. I saw oh. one at Walmart one year, and I thought about getting it, and then I went back to Walmart to get it for you and Christy, <laughs> you in particular. Yes, and um, they they were all sold out. Oh, no. So for li- listeners of the Biscuits and Gravy Show probably know that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's us blowing you, a hole in a quarter. Your wife is a huge fan of Nightmare Before Christmas. Such a huge fan and, of uh, Las Vegas, Journey, and Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. <laughs> and so, I love it. Um, love of my life. I do like the Governor fact that she likes Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas is cool. Las Vegas is fun. Journey... Journey. I had a violinist play Journey at our wedding. Yeah, that and, you did. And then I realized that Journey's song is about uh, not being faithful with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one Journey song that's about being faithful, and it's called Faithfully. No, actually, half that song's about cheating, though. So, but I had them play Loving, Touching, Squeezing, which I remember that one, Loving, Touching, Squeezing. And then the next lyric is, Not Your Wife. And that midnight train going anywhere, I that's can, not a locomotive. If I beatbox a that's song, a that's copyright train. free, right? Yeah, it's copyright free, bro. There you go. All right. For more beatboxing, stay tuned to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Gee-hoo. But do you think we should finally start the show, Chuck? I think we should start 
the show, man. We're you read my like mind. A half hour. I into definitely the show. have been laying it on thick that we should start the show. Today's show is brought to us by David Spade Spades. Let Joe Dirt help you with your dirt. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU. KAKU 80.5, the voice of Maui. Coming up on KAKU, we got the local show with DJ Tony Two Tokes. Oh, yeah. We have a bunch of terrible shows where they listen to, like, I don't know, The Dead or whatever. And uh called Dead Air. That's dead, a good that's a good it's that's a, a clever good pun, name. It's a clever name. You still have to listen to the Grateful Dead, which is dangerous because that's lullabies for adults. How many car accidents <laughs> does the Grateful Dead cause a year? That's what I want to know. Somebody told me a joke, they're like, What did the deadhead say when the acid wore off? It was like, Man, this music sucks. <laughs> I was like, That sounds like a Chuck joke. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like the dead. Yeah, you know. And you know what? Everybody now that you got a little touch of gray. Everybody Eh? All right, that's pretty good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a pretty good song. It is. Um, good. I, I know. Bl- if I'm not mistaken, "Touch of Gray" is the only Grateful Dead song that they ever made a music video for. Wow! They actually the Grateful Dead. You don't think about Grateful Dead making music videos, but they but were they around actually, in the 80s and 90s. You'd think they were like. I think super that's the music old. video where they're all like it's like skeletons. Yes, I'm not sure, do, but do, do, do. yeah. So I mean, once MTV came around, I mean they were a huge band. So Jerry Garcia he, didn't die till like 95. Huge for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he was missing like one of his uh, fingers or, too. Uh, he he was uh he was like missing half of his ring finger, I think. Ugh. And so he was able to overcome that and still become a phenomenal guitarist. Huh. Well, you know, I mean, there's a drummer with one adversity. Hand. Yeah, <laughs> what has <laughs> what has nine arms and sucks? Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> Today's show is underwritten in part by Pete Townsend's Townhomes. Let his love open the door to, to your, your house. house. Pete Townsend's mobile homes for when you're going mobile. I'm going mobile. If you want to ask yourself, check the who? machine, make the toast and tea. I'm going mobile. Who it's very... should you buy from? It's Pete Townsend. Who? Yeah. Who, <laughs> who are you going to buy from? Um, it's weird because uh, isn't Pete Townsend the name? There's a there's a character in the show The Crown who used to date Princess Margaret or something like that. And uh, his name is also Pete Townsend, so it's very confusing because mm. he's like, oh, I'm in love with Pete Townsend. It's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> the guy from The Who? <laughs> yeah. I wish, bro. <sighs> the other guy from The Who died in Vegas and he was 50 with a bunch of cocaine and hookers. No joke. Look it up. Amazing way to go out. Also, everybody talks about uh, American Beauty being the, the best Grateful Dead album. It's not. I don't oh, think it's I- that good. I mean, the movie itself is also weird, but unrelated. With Kevin Spacey. Yeah. By the way, did you see Kevin Spacey? Uh, not only won a lawsuit where he was being sued for $40 million Whoa. by, I think the guy's name was Jonathan Rapp, R-A-P-P. Alex Jones? Um, he was being sued for sexual assault. Whoa. That's a bad last and, name to have sexual assault. And he him. won the case. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it seems like, I mean, Kevin Spacey's no saint. But it seems like what he was being accused of didn't actually happen. You can't it seems blow like he was being guys. somebody was extorting him. You can't blow sixteen-year-old dudes. Um, yeah, and then you can't blame it on being gay. No, you That's, can't be uh, blowing. You can't be. You can't blame. You can't play the gay card if you're if you're doing something illegal because they're too young. Mm. So. Um, but also, what I was going to say was that um, how profound when you wow. when, when you bring phony baloney lawsuits against people who it's mean. then it's mean. it not it's not mean. But then once you lose that lawsuit, it it takes away from the credibility of other people who are actually victims. Yeah, and he totally victimized people. I'm telling you right now. By the way, the guy's name was like Jonathan Rapp. 
R-A-P-P. So since he won the lawsuit, sounds like he beat the rap. Oh, all right. And we're off the air. Good thing we already played our commercials, you know? <laughs> this show is brought to us by Venture Physical Therapy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you see uh, Kevin Spacey is got offered a role in like some like D movie? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to play like the voice of an electric car. Oh no, he's in another movie. It's making a like it's not a comeback, but he's definitely there. Wait, another movie? Yeah, he's in a whole other movie. What what's it about? Um No, I think he's he's playing the voice of a bad guy who is kidnapping somebody, but they're they're it's like night rider broadcasting their vo- voice through an electric car. Ugh. It's going to be like phone booth, booth but, but in a Tesla. Ugh. I don't know. Who was the guy in phone booth? Was that Colin Farrell? It was Colin Farrell and... Uh, or Colin Firth. I always get those two no. confused. <laughs> Colin Farrell and Kiefer Sutherland was the voice. Kiefer Sutherland. There yeah. you go. Friend of the show, Reefer Sutherland. Yes, Reefer Sutherland. Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs, Benedict's. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes apart by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cummerbunds. Let Benedict go to waste. Also, did you see David Sedaris is coming back to the Mac? The friend of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, David Sedaris. And as I, as I pointed boy. out, he is a fan of Biscuits and Gravy. No I joke, have an bro. autographed book by David Sedaris where he wrote Two Biscuits and Gravy... I think he. I think the actual phrase was, "You make me want to live again." <laughs> so there you go, David Sedaris, a real biscuitier. Me talk pretty one day. Uh, for follow up junction, let's do follow up junction real quick. All righty, let's gonna do. We have eight minutes left in the show, so we're <laughs> gonna start true. the show. You jerk. <laughs> follow up junction. For follow up junction, last week uh, I was trying to remember the name of the director who directed some of um, the A twenty four movies. Yeah, and the Northman and the Lighthouse were both directed by Robert Eggers. But the Northman's not actually an A twenty four film, isn't? No. no, no, I found it out. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah, looked it up, man. Huh. Someone else like searchlight pictures or whatever. Really, I watched a really good A twenty four film though this week. But called... he did direct the Lighthouse, yes. which is an A twenty four movie, yep. and so good. Uh, Northman, I heard, was kind of boring. It was just a remake of Macbeth, almost. It was okay. It was okay. Is it worth it? It's, I mean, it's scenic. It's beautiful, right? Um, Ethan Hawke does mushrooms on it. Isn't I don't think it's it? a remake of Macbeth. I think everything's a remake of Macbeth, right? Yeah. Or you know, um, I don't know. Maybe The Lion King? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, it might be more of a so, Lion King. So, saw a slam dunk A24 movie. It's called Hereditary. And oh yeah, that's a that's a classic. If you like, it's like three years old and it's already a classic. Yeah, well, I mean, if you like was... the witch though, if you like the witch, you mean the Vivich, the Vivich, the Vivich, the Vivich, the Vivich, the Vivich, the Vivich. Spoiler alert! Yeah, don't super smoke creepy. weed. And what, what was uh, the name of the what was the name of the the demon guy that they're all worshiping at the end? Uh, Payman or Palin? Paimon? Yeah, Paimon. He's the fifth Lucifer king. Yeah, saint. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that movie's wild, dude. I loved it. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy movie. Mm-hmm. And then the lady who was in that that sort of like re jumpstarted her career. She got a lot of offers after that. Yeah, so, yeah. The mom, you mean? The mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Spoiler why alert, she kills herself. That movie of. reminded me to never stick your head out of a window of a moving vehicle. Nope. And the kid in it, the teenager, was in. He played one of the guys in that movie, the the beach, the M Night Shyamalan movie, where they age in the beach, they age fifty years and a oh, yeah. half. He's one of the versions of the kid in it. He's one of the. 
the yeah. kids? Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. Interesting. Dude, A24, slam dunking it, bro. Did so you ever good. see uh, Roman Polanski's Macbeth? Uh, can I? <laughs> Is that legal? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't molest anybody in the movie. In the movie, oh, okay. All right. I was. I don't know what we could do. There's no 14 year olds in the movie. Oh, you but, sure. But Roman Polanski. So after uh, Sharon Tate, his pregnant wife, got murdered by the Manson family, uh, Roman Polanski, who was a, a famous director at the time, who directed uh, Rosemary's Baby, among other things, and Chinatown, he took a break for a little while. And to to kind of like recover emotionally, and then he when he came back, the first thing that he directed was Macbeth. Mm. So it's 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 a it's a version of Macbeth, and it's coming from Roman Polanski when he's in a very dark place. Oh, is that the winner that he gets the head cut off at the end, and they actually roll the camera down the hill? I believe so. That's a good one, man. Yeah. Yeah, dog. So shout out uh, to Miss Sparzo. Let us watch that in seventh grade. Roman Polanski, another one of those guys that you have to separate art from artist. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got to watch in like sixth or seventh grade. R. Kelly. No, that um, <laughs> that uh, Romeo and Juliet movie where they oh, show the yeah. naked babies. Oh wait, which one? There's two Romeo and Juliet. Not the with... not the Leonardo DiCaprio one. Yeah. There's one from like the 80s or 90s, and they Ooh. they actually show boobies in it. Oh man, and I we, love 80s boobies. And we got the we got to watch it in class, mm-hmm. and it was very scandalous Ooh, that they yeah. actually showed us boobies in school. 80s boobies on the biscuits and gravy. That show. one was in the spank bank for a long time. Mm. Uh, okay, let's do some gluttony club <laughs> because this is our post Thanksgiving episode. Do you know what the turkey butt is called? There's another name for that turkey butt. No, what is it? It's called the Pope's nose. Oh, really? Yeah. So actually, we had some smoked turkey butts. At, it's like a big knob of like very juicy but also very greasy cartilage turkey meat. Because the Pope is when you bite into it, people. it like squirts. And so, <laughs> yes, I guess popes are known for having big bulbousy noses. Are popes alcoholics? Probably. Right. Probably getting hammered Canterbury on communion tales, wine all day. All the religious people in there. Had like weird, like venereal diseases and were alcoholics. Yeah. And right? I mean, Catholicism is known for being overindulgent because that's one of the reasons why, like, the, yeah, the Protestants yeah, and, and Calvinism came yeah. about because it was in. And the Quakers. It was in contrast to Catholicism because, like, back in the day, they used to celebrate those feasts for every saint had, like, a feast day. And they went to cray cray. And they were like, you know what? The this, these ceilings. Catholics are very overindulgent. Mm hmm. And just look what they're doing to those 12-year-olds. Uh, that's not what they're protesting. <laughs> that's not what <laughs> Every religion does that. Yeah. Actually. I mean, if you're not taking advantage of But only kids. Catholics were, were celebrating every feast day. Mm, so there was, like a, there was like a feast every week. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, I, want, I want to be religious now. I want to my, feast every my week, My favorite bro. part about Thanksgiving, yeah, I, I might convert to Catholicism just for that. If we can celebrate every... Every saint he feast converted to Catholicism, Catholicism purely for the feasts. <laughs> what happened to Vince? <laughs> All righty, is the whale out yet? Speaking of eating yourself to death, which is what I want to do. No, is the whale with Brendan Fraser out yet? No, but my joke about that was that that movie is d- directed by Darren Aronofsky, who also directed the movie Pi. Oh, Pi, black and white classic, the black and white classic uh, psychological thriller Pi. So I said they should have called the whale Pi. 
Yes. P-I-E. Yes. Get it? I I get it. It was a long walk for a very obscure joke. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know how much I love walks. So my favorite part of Thanksgiving is when you have all the leftover Thanksgiving food, and then you get to make Thanksgiving sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of Thanksgiving. Is I add arugula and brie. I'm going to cut you off, bro. You ever have arugula and brie? It goes so good with cranberry and turkey. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I, I just put mayo on the roll and then cranberry sauce, and then I throw everything on there. All right. Somebody brought this to my attention that with your post-Thanksgiving food, leftovers, you can do a Cubano, a Thanksgiving Cubano. Ooh, okay. Which you take kind of the same, mostly the same stuff that you would put on a Thanksgiving sandwich, Mm -hmm. but you do it Cubano style, and you kind of layer it and put it on a plancha. So you you do it the same way and you use that Cuban sweet bread. Mm -hmm. So here in Hawaii... It's harder to get media noche. It's easy to get sweet bread, though. I mean, King's Hawaiian sweet rolls are pretty good. The media noche bread can be supplanted by Hawaiian sweet rolls, which we have plenty of here. They even I usually get the sliders, but they also have the longer ones. Oh, no. I like the, those, sliders all the way, bro. Those would work perfect. Oh, you made little Cubano sliders? Yeah. Oh, and just get the little the Hawaiian sweet roll sliders and put them on a plancha? You know what I do for my uh, Thanksgiving, my turkey leftovers? What's that? Is I went different this year. I got a spinach artichoke dip on that King's Hawaiian sweet rolls, and then I put a bunch of pickled jalapenos. And I put turkey on top, and then I ate it. That sounds amazing. It's so good. Diana likes to make uh, stuffed chicken breast, where she'll take a chicken breast, and she'll broil it so it's almost completely cooked, and then cut it open and stuff it with that artichoke, that spinach artichoke mm-hmm. dip, the jalapeno spinach mm-hmm. artichoke dip that you get mm-hmm. from Costco. Mm-hmm. And then, like, mm-hmm. then you seal it back up and maybe even wrap it in bacon, and then when you cut into it, all the artichoke dip, like, oozes out from inside the chicken. It's unbelievable. They got to find a way to, like, why is Tums always fruit-flavored? Why can't we get gravy-flavored Tums? I'm sure we could get gravy-flavored Or, like, Parmesan-flavored Tums. Well, so be I careful what you ask for, because... I could um, dust it. I could dust my chicken in Parmesan <laughs> Tums. Uh, I would like to line a martini, rim a martini glass with Tums. I want to rim anything right now. So, so that uh, when I'm eating, when I'm drinking, like, a martini, I won't get heartburn from it. Today's show is under in part by Selma Hayek's Kayaks. Paddle from dusk till dawn in Selma Hayek's Kayaks. Selma Hayek's Kayaks. Vince. For when you need to cross a river. You got it. Um, I also made a Hungarian mushroom soup last night. You lost me at Hung. Yeah, Hungarian uh, mushroom soup. What? Mushrooms? Yes. It was, oh, man, this homemade Hungarian mushroom soup. I got to say, it came out so good. Um, they say that you're supposed to use real Hungarian paprika. So much better, bro. Let me give you a little, a little uh, tip, though. You can just use regular paprika. <laughs> you just got to use a lot more of it. You can just exactly. You do have to use more of it, but you can just use regular paprika. Or I always get weevils in my paprika. Um, smoked paprika also very mm. good. So uh, you can supplant that with a little. I'm using the word supplant a lot today. You are. Is that your word of the you can, day? You can replace <laughs> when somebody says supplant, scream real loud. <laughs> um, DJ Tony Two Tokes falls from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> DJ Tony Two Tokes, get in here. All right, so um, I did have a lot of stuff to talk about for Morningwood, but maybe we'll just save that for next week. Um, spoiler alert China is using porn for evil. Dun, 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 dun. First they were against porn. Now they're using porn for evil, oh, which is no. even worse than not allowing porn. No. So we'll talk about that next week. They're calling it the Great Wall of Porn. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Great Wall of Porn? The Great Wall of Porn. 
Who are they? Who are they, Vincent Um, uh, TechCrunch. <laughs> and Vice, <laughs> which means they're probably just stealing it from our show. Yes, exactly. Anything you, you know. hear on Vice is stolen directly from. I the mean, Vince I'm not even show. lying, Vincent Fody. No, they just take, they just listen to our show and then put it in print. And we're not alone. Vice pretty much just steals from everybody. Also, for spoiler alert, you should be watching The Crown season five on Netflix. Uh, Rick and Morty season six, I believe, is out. So many right good now. episodes, bro. Every single episode has been a slam dunk. Beth this makes season. out with Beth, and it's so hot. Yeah. Um, so the most recent episode yeah, was about was about Pissmaster. Yeah, pretty good. So one. definitely check that one out. The new show Wednesday on Netflix. Is it good? I haven't seen it yet, but it did have the largest opening weekend of any TV show ever released on Netflix. <sighs> also, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Oh my god! Campy but enjoyable. It's Kevin Bacon. Pretty cool, man. Kevin Bacon makes an appearance. Mistletoes. And Andor, the finale of Andor, aired. So if you guys aren't watching Andor, start watching Andor. It's right. it's, it's without a doubt we're the best. We're off TV and the air, but we can do one more minute of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Just uh, for us. We're not off the air yet. Uh, Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Colon Pals Enemas. Make your colon go pal. Warning, may cause war with Iraq. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is proudly presented in part by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace. So Liz in Detroit, Michigan, sent this one in. She wants to know, Arthur Miller, who was the playwright who wrote The Crucible, he was married to what movie star? Arthur Miller was married to what movie star? Um, Joan Rivers. <laughs> he was married to Marilyn Monroe. Oh, no way, really? Yeah, for like five years. Wow. All right, speaking of Marilyn Monroe, Frank in Tallahassee, Florida, wrote this one. Falling Water. Is a house designed by what famous architect? Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright is correct. Because Frank Lloyd Wright designed the Marilyn Monroe House. Monroe House, which is here in in, on Maui. I've performed at Frank Lloyd Wright's houses. Interesting. Wait, was I on that one? I don't know. Oh yeah, we did one outside, and I've done a couple inside. All right. And our third question comes from Dave and Wailuku. Who is the USA playing in the World Cup on Saturday? They're number one right now in the World Cup standings. Uh, Who is Brazil? Ooh, I'm sorry. It was Netherlands. Oh, the Netherlands. Netherlands. It's got one out of three, so maybe better luck next time, uh, Chuck. And that Dutch also that. means that that's the end of our show. But not the end of the Biscuits and Gravy. The Biscuits and Gravy lives on at BiscuitWars.com and Channel 55. And where all podcasts exist in the universe. Vincent Fodi, thank you so much for being a part of my biscuit day and a part of my gravy week. I'll see you next time. Same gravy place, same biscuit time. And from me to you, hello! Boop, <laughs> <laughs> Come on and treat me.